You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. big leagues i'm your host alicia thomas and you guys i'm so excited you guys okay this is happening during inauguration week don't know when this episode will air but we are recording this darling who i have on today his is a she's so kind um and she's a friendly face when i've seen her at auditions you guys and just just really the bomb a sweet Essence, you guys, welcome from one of my favorite shows, Dear Evan Hansen, Diamond Essence White. Hi. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Trying to keep my puppy quiet. It's all good. And if if they want to play, welcome. (laughs) Welcome to the show. Where are you right now? I'm at home. I'm in my room. Um, she she just. I'm sorry. You in New York? Oh yeah, duh. Yeah, I'm in um, New York City. <laughs> I forget that like people aren't from here all the time. Yeah, it kind of feels like oh, everyone's in New York. But yeah, there was a day when I wasn't. Are you originally from here? Yeah, born and raised. Oh, that's long. Yeah, <laughs> to me that's so badass i always feel like people who like are born and raised in new york are literally cut from a different cloth like a different breed of human it, it's it's kind of true <laughs> except like except some of us know that so we try to like be like let's like try to be a little better about it but <laughs> literally yeah totally so, like you are a new yorker have you ever lived anywhere else no would you ever want to live anywhere else um, I would like to go to LA eventually, but you know, I, I absolutely feel that mm-hmm. in you. Like, see, I can see you doing that. Oh, thank you. I'm like, I'm like really hoping for that to be my next move. So, we'll see. Have you been out there? Never. I was gonna. Really? No, I was gonna go. Um, like, I was planning on going. I have a manager over there. He was like, you should plan on like, taking a trip out here, but then the pandemic happened and there was no reason for me to go anymore. So I just haven't gone. Okay. It's waiting for you, Diamond. Honestly, everything about you, everything about your essence, Diamond <laughs> essence, <laughs> it literally screams LA. Thank 
Thank you. You're welcome. And also, I mean, you'll always have that New Yorker blood, like for like for real. Yeah. Um. Okay. So wait. One of the reasons why I'm like super excited to talk to you is because you're. I follow you on Instagram, mm-hmm. like Avi, like. <laughs> You just posted something the other day about speaking at a school. First of all, where was this school at? Um, it was in Smithtown, Long Island, which Long is like Island. yeah, the racist hub of New York. So shut up. Yeah, I didn't even know those places existed in New York. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah. Like I feel like they say it all the time, but New York would probably be blue if it weren't for New York City. I mean, red if oh. it weren't for New York City. Yeah. You know what? I did hear that during this last election. They were like, hey, guys, I know everyone's like going home to where you're originally from. But like New York City kind of still needs your vote just to make sure that. Yeah. (laughs) Like the rest of like New York City is its own thing. The rest of New York is very different. From my understanding, I haven't been to the rest of New York, but like from my understanding, that is. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard for me to even wrap my mind around that because I'm from California and where I'm from, like bubble, where I went to school, bubble in New York, bubble. I'm like, everyone's liberal. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, so how, what's your connection to that school? How did they invite you there? And what happened for those who don't know? Okay, so I I went to school on Long Island. I went to college out in Long Island, and I did a few shows out there. So I, like, made a few connections, made a few friends. One of my friends that I did a show with, she works for that school district. And she was like, you know, I teach kids who, like, work on this stage that we did shows at, and they think it's so cool that you made it to Broadway. Can you come read to them and, like, talk about your career and, like, how um, education has played a big part in your life and whatnot? So... That's what I was um, brought on to do. And the day that I was supposed to do it, she called me. She was like, okay, so there's a bit of a controversy. They went, the um, parents of the school district went on your social media, saw all your posts about Black Lives Matter and um, defunding the police and whatnot, and they want you removed from the program. And she was like, we're not removing you from the program, but for your safety, would you like to pre-record it and instead of going live so that, you know, you're not attacked in front of like all these people. Oh. And so I was like, absolutely. You know, she was like, she, she asked me first, she was like, do you even want to do it? I was like, absolutely. Like I'm doing it for the kids. I could care less about their parents. Um, so then I did it and apparently there was still a lot of like uproar about it. And a reporter reached out to me because it was a big thing. And he was like, we want to get your side of the story of this because I don't think we're understanding what's happening here. And basically, they were just upset because of my social media. They never watched my interview. They don't even know that I never like talked about any kind of Black Lives Matter or defunding the police or anything. They just even if you did, the, like I'm, just, yeah. Even if you did say Black, you're Black. As in, are you Black? Like this is what I'm saying. I'm like, do I? What is not? connecting why are you guys surprised that i stand for black lives matter why is this exactly i feel like it's so obvious and so like wait what that it does this even need to be explained yeah and the reason why it's gotten to be such a big thing was because um the school board had a meeting and the superintendent well i spoke to the superintendent he said he didn't apologize but i watched the the 
the school board meeting, it sure sounded like he apologized for having me there. So that's why it's a thing because people are like, why are you apologizing? Like you brought her here and now you're making it seem like she should have never been there. Right. So that's kind of what I've been dealing with. It's been a lot (laughs) to say the least, but you know. Have you ever dealt with anything like this before? Um, not quite like this, no. I mean, I've obviously people attack you. You have your you have your trolls on social media who attack you for your beliefs, but like never to this magnitude ever. It's just uh, First of all, like I'm sorry on behalf of like I mean, I don't know any of it, but I'm just like I'm sorry yeah. that that happened to you Thank and you. that you've even had to experience that because what in the freaking world? Okay, so here's the thing. All right. <laughs> like, I was talking about this with my best friend last night. Like, the term defund the police sounds way scarier and way more, like, yeah, like extreme mm-hmm. than it actually is. Yeah. And it scares a lot of people. It's, like, not a great slogan. But, like, if they just, like, do a little research and look deeper, like, they <sighs> – That's what I explained to the superintendent because he was saying, like, you know, I agree that Black Lives Matter and everything, but I can't, like, get behind the idea that police are bad and whatever. I'm like, I never said that they were. I just said that the institution... We're not trying to take the police off the street. Exactly. Exactly. I'm just saying the institution has issues. It needs to be revamped. But furthermore, the police have so much money, and minority communities could use some of that money. Schools can use some of that money. Education. Education. you know, we don't, you don't get mad at people for saying defund education. Like this is what I'm saying. Like there are other resources that need that money. They don't need all of that money. So why not allocate some of those resources to other places? I told him that I was like, it just takes a simple Google search. Not even trying to be sa- not even trying to be shady, sir. It just takes a simple Google search to understand what this means. Wait, so did you? You're talking to this is the superintendent. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh my goodness, you're so brave, Essence. Like, why am I calling you Essence? Like, it it's just, fine. It just literally rolled off the tongue. Like, I'm like, come on, because you have such an essence. Thank but you. like, yeah, yeah, I would be, I would be nervous, and it seems like you are feel confident and bold in doing that. I think, I think I was just more so angry, um, because I, I'm not really that person who kind of just like. Like, I always try to add a little sugar to things to, like, soften it. But right. I, I think I'm just so angry and fed up at this point because, like, I'm left out here swimming by myself and y'all brought me here and did not protect me. So I'm angry now. So I don't have any sugar left to give to you at this point. I mean, I'm not mad at you. And I don't blame you. In fact, I'm like, obviously, obviously, you are supported by an entire community for your, it just seems like, oh, gosh, Diamond, like, that's just a mess. It's a mess. Yeah, it is. But, you know, it's all right. Because I feel very uplifted to see all the support I'm getting. Also, right. also a lot of those kids in the school district reached out to me and like, good. They told me a lot of their stories, and they're not good stories. So, like, I'm really happy that this happened and that it happened to someone like me, like, who doesn't have the biggest platform in the world but has some kind of platform to bring awareness to this issue. I feel like anytime – I mean, we say that, like, but 
you do have a platform, Diamond. You do. Mm-hmm. And even the fact that you've been on Broadway, like, that's a thing. People people see you. People are watching you. And every level that you get, like, obviously, there's always going to be a higher level. I don't know how Beyonce, maybe she's like, maybe one day I'll be like, I don't know who she is. <laughs> right. But, but, yeah, people are watching you. And, and you do leave an impression. I still remember when I met you, I'm like, you are so pleasant and and sweet and kind and Thank you. and I, I will never forget that. I think it's an important thing, like going to auditions when there where there are other black girls, and instead of tearing each other down or instead of being like, "This is mine," it, like totally. having that sense of, "Hey, hey, I see yeah. you." Like, hey, I hope I get it, but like, if not me, I hope you get it. Like, let's yeah. do this thing and supporting each other, and it just felt like. You just seem like a really kind person who I'm like, I would love to, I'd love to get coffee with you. <laughs> Please. I mean, we're in a, we're in a whole pond replay, but when things calm down, maybe, <laughs> but please, I would love that. I would really love that. Yeah, I, I would too. And um, I think that would be really nice. So yeah. thank you. <laughs> but that's the kind of like person that you are. And so I'm excited to also to like, watch the journey because a lot of people who I've had on my podcast like I remember before any of us had our Broadway debuts like we were all just at auditions and then to Mm -hmm. see people's like individual journeys it's exciting yeah totally I get so excited like I I talk about this so often especially like on Clubhouse now (laughs) (laughs) just like how uplifting it is to like go into an audition space or callback space where everyone's just calm and rooting for each other, that creates an environment for success. When everyone's stressed out and like competing with each other, there's no room for you to be successful because you're thinking about everybody else. Whereas if you are just giving out good energy and wishing everyone the best, it'll return. Yes. Yes. On every level at auditions in an educational setting. Like- yeah absolutely just supporting others and being less concerned about me 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 right it really does come back to you what you put out and then I mean not to like whatever but I we met at the the line I think it was Lion King I think so or what Lion King I think Lion King yes I was thinking bodyguard nope no, I don't think it was Bodyguard. Lion. I think it was Lion King. Okay. And remember how, like, in that process, we were all rooting for each other. It was awesome. And then when when I found out who got it, I was like, congrats. Like, I'm happy. You know? Yes. Instead of, like, feeling like, oh, I wish Ugh. I got it. But, like, in that kind of environment, you don't have to feel like that because you you make these connections you see the the special nature of a person and you're like, I want good things for you. Exactly. And also to me, I think, I mean, obviously we all want a job, but like mm-hmm. being in the room is like, well, we all have something special and we're all bringing something different to the table. Yeah. And like you doing your best and me doing my best it is going to bring very different things. It's not a, it, we're different. Yeah. <laughs> we can support each other. We can support each other and be yeah. excited for each other because if not today, like there's another job that is meant for. Exactly. I mean, especially when you get at a certain point, it's like, yeah, not this one and it'll be another one at some point. So. Yeah. Yeah.
We'll be right back right after the break. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Um, I'm so excited. I'm also excited about, um, do you have locks in right now? I do. Tell me about these. Are they faux locks or are they like lock locks? They're faux locks, but I'm like, this is kind of making me want to like get them for real. <laughs> I, they look fantastic. Thanks. It's a great look. And I, I want to point out, like, every time I've ever seen you, you always have a very bomb flattened hair. Like, it's always. Thank you. It's cute. Like, she's cute. Thank you. Um, and it makes me want to straighten my hair. And I'm trying so bad, Diamond. I'm trying my best to, like, do the natural hair thing, yeah. honey. No, I mean, the only reason why I straighten my hair so much is because, like, that, that whole year when I was in Dear Van Hansen and couldn't straighten my hair, I struggled with my natural hair journey, and my hair got really damaged. And I'm like, I obviously am not doing this right. I don't know how to do it, so let me just stick to what I know. It's not the healthiest thing in the world, but, like, I'd rather that than pull my hair out every two seconds. Whoa. Yeah. So, wait, wait. You, they didn't have you straighten your hair at Dear Van Hansen? No. And before Darren Hansen, you were wearing your hair natural? No. So before Darren Hansen, I kind of like – I was kind of going back and forth a little bit, but I was more so on the um, straight hair side. Got but it. when I joined the show, I had straight hair. I came in one time with natural hair, and they were like, can you just do that? <laughs> and oh. I was like, sure. But I would never, you know, gone more than a few weeks with natural hair. So going the full year – with natural hair, I had no idea what I was doing. That's such a thing. Like, seriously, it, when you, oh my goodness, because I've experienced this, I, I've experienced it. Like when, you're, when you're used to having straightened hair, like growing up, I always did. And then ha- having curls, and I've always, like, when I was growing up, wanting to, like, have my curls out, but not knowing what to do and yeah. not having anybody to show me the way. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, what do I how do I care for it? What do I do yeah. to where I don't have to just have wet hair all the time? Right. Because when it's wet, I'm like, oh, I'm cute. Right. And my cousin, my cousin does hair, and like she was like informing me of different things on my journey and like the things I was doing wrong because my my hair is like I have a very thick hair, but it breaks so easily. Like it's not, so she was like, keeping it wet all the time is actually like hurting you. That's why it's breaking. You need to let it dry. Like a lot of people say wet it to like start the defining process. She was like, for you, no, like that's not going to work for you because it's, it's breaking it off. It's like stripping the moisture and breaking your hair. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, Okay. Wow. Well, and, and that's the thing. It's like everyone's hair is a little bit different. So, mm-hmm. oh, did my video just pause? I'm so sorry. It did. It's fine. Um, I can still like, hear you, though. I'll use this ghetto camera. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, um, yeah, everyone's hair is a little bit different and what works for one person might not work for somebody else. Yeah. But, like, your straight hair is is so – it is so cute. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Thank it you. really does make me want to straighten my own but also this look is bomb. These locks Thanks. are bomb. You know, I'm I'm like 
I was, we were having a conversation in Clubhouse <laughs> about like transitional periods in your career. And I'm like, I'm definitely in the thick of one. Like I just got my nose pierced to have faux locks. I'm like, definitely not. Yeah. I'm definitely not in ingenue land anymore. So I mean, I mean, I am, but like, you know, these, some of these casting directors have no imagination. So they see a nose piercing and, and locks and they're like, no. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Wow, that's that's real. But you're definitely giving me like Zoe Kravitz vibes. Yeah. I've been getting that so much lately. <laughs> to me, that's a a compliment. Yeah, she's so bomb. Yeah, I love her. Thank you. Oh my god. Welcome. Okay, I have a technical question for you. Yes. Okay, so for your faux locks, did you put them in yourself? No, I um had my cousin do it. Okay, are they singles or is it like um the crochet? They're singles. Oh. Yeah. How you do that? You so like, sure? yeah. So you box braid your entire head, and then um, you you actually do crochet the faux lock like in, and then you wrap it with the what is it Marley hair? I don't think it's Marley hair, but it's some kind of braiding you, hair. You wrap it with. Do you braid your own hair in the? Yeah. So like you braid like you do sections you. Um, box braid your whole head which takes a very long time got and it you then With you your like own hair yeah then you like crochet the um like the packed faux locks in like they come in a pack and you just crochet that in and then you wrap your braided hair to the faux lock with like the marley hair so that you're not seeing like bra- braids and faux locks you're just seeing the faux lock Okay, wait, still trying to wrap my head around this. So the faux lock, it, does it come as is? Like, you, if you were to just hold up one, it's yeah. already locked all the way down. Mm-hmm. And then you crochet it in next to, like, the braid that you just braided. Yeah. And then, and you, then you wrap it with the... How do you wrap it? How does it un- not come unwrapped? Um... I don't, I don't, I don't know, actually. Um, I think, I think you have to get a certain kind of hair. Cause like the hair that she got, like oh. she just wrapped it and she just like rubbed it together and it just stayed. It oh. hasn't come loose. Oh. Yeah. I have, I have no idea. I wish, I wish I could like tell you cause. It's your first time having them. Yeah. I've only ever gotten braids or like a crocheted passion twist situation, but. This is my first time. Cute. I, yeah. saw, I saw that on your timeline. I was like, ooh, that looks cute, girl. <laughs> um, do you know how you will take I wanna I might need to talk to you when you take the lock <laughs> out and be like, okay, how was that process? <laughs> yeah, that I've been it's actually time to take them out and I'm like, I'm scared because I don't know what I mean, like I know she told me so, like you like you do with a braid, you cut it, it'll start to unravel. And, um, then like you take the crocheted part out, but I'm like, I don't even know where it's, it just looks like it's attached to my head. So I don't know where, (laughs) oh my goodness, please be careful. Yeah. I'm like, I'm even stressed to cut it. I'm like, I don't want to cut my own hair, but like, this is stress. So it looks good. still. you're about to take it out. I feel like you can keep them in a little longer. Well, the thing is like my, my puppy being the crazy little pup she is, she's bitten into a few of the faux locks and now my hair is exposed. So I have to take them out. Oh shoot. Yeah. Okay. Got it. All right. Well, I'm like, I'm here for it. And you're making me want to get, you're making me want to get get some. Get it, get it, get it, get it. 
this is because of diamond yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. okay so um i i want to talk about straight hair again because mm. there's something that i noticed when i was um straightening my hair a lot when i was on tour with beautiful mm. and i realized like when i straightened it my and i would i loved getting my ends cut mm. um and i feel like you're going to be able to relate to this and correct me if i'm wrong mm. When I straightened my hair and I got my ends cut, it felt very healthy and it looked great. It looked healthy. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, obviously, um, when it's curly, you're like, oh, you can see the heat damage. Mm-hmm. But when it's straight, it kind of doesn't look damaged and it doesn't yeah. feel damaged. It feels actually pretty healthy. Mm-hmm. What is up with that? That's the thing, right? Because I, I don't get that either. I think that... I think that the hair in and of itself maybe is not damaged, but like the, the, it's the curl. curl like the, is upset. Yeah. She's the upset. curl is upset. Like, cause I have a lot of heat damage myself, which is like why my natural hair journey is like crazy because I have my straight strands and my curly strands and it just is wild. But I, yeah, I don't know what that is cause my hair is just as thick as it as it is but you know so I don't understand how it could be damaged and healthy at the same time but somehow it is okay so if y'all are listening and y'all know the answer to this I'm gonna need somebody <laughs> to slip into my dms and be like this is why this is yeah. why because it, it's such a thing it's like when my hair was straight I was literally straightening it like every other week yeah like getting blowouts mm-hmm. maybe even every week yeah sometimes I'm like and I wasn't even mad about it I was like y'all look good Can't right nothing. right but then when it was time to wear my curls I was like wah, wah. yeah sad. um but can you walk me through just briefly or as long as you want like mm-hmm. your natural hair journey or your hair journey from out of the womb like starting with what's your racial makeup I am black um, with like other things mixed in there that I'm not really quite aware of, but okay. Okay. There's, there's some stuff in there. Um, my my grandfather, his he he's biracial. Um, he says Italian, but like, it's not sure. So like, we have no idea. And then on my mom's side, it's like literally evenly split, like black people white people so like there's some kind of mix over there too i'm not okay. sure but okay. something okay so there's a little mixed in there yeah. okay um and then growing up was your hair straight curly it was um it was curly up until i was about i want to say 12 um i begged my mom for a relaxer i don't know why cuz looking at the pictures of my hair as it was then i'm like if i would have just left it alone <laughs> I would be fine, but you know, being a kid and I, I went to like all white schools and everything. So I think I was like self-conscious. So, um, I got a relaxer at 12 and I stopped relaxing my hair at 17, but, um, I continued to straighten it. I didn't really like wear it natural very often. I think I was still a little embarrassed from childhood and in college, I, like, started to, like, kind of break out of that and wear it natural sometimes, not natural other times. And um, it was my senior year when I was, like, I'm okay with this. I want to be natural, where um, a professor told me, and this is why racism is terrible, a professor told me, it was, like, if you want to maintain your type as an ingenue, you will not work with your hair natural. 
So I kept it straight again. Wow. Yeah. So like my whole my whole journey with this hair and how um white people have played a part in my journey is like a lot. But now I'm like just I'm going to do what I want like I would love to wear my hair natural, but it's not in a place where it can be more natural at the moment. So we're going to keep it straight, but there's going to come a day where I'm going to chop this bad boy off and let it, let it grow back and be a natural queen. Like I want to (laughs) be. That is, so you want to be. I really do, but my hair is just not in a place where I can. It's just going to look crazy. Oh my goodness. Please let me go on this journey with you. Like just like. (laughs) The, uh, the supporting even when you're straightening your hair like that is like a real thing especially moving to LA like it is so hard to go to LA and not straighten my yeah. hair like, <laughs> it's just so hard so if mm-hmm. you ever do decide to like chop it or do anything like just know that you will have people rooting you on but also I get it because where you live your environment plays such a role in- yeah like even recently, maybe not like this year, but the last time I was in Los Angeles, I went when I was still wearing a lot of wigs. Mm-hmm. I went to my wig store where I bought my favorite wig. I was like, I need a second one. Mm-hmm. And they were sold out. And do you know what I walked out of there with? A blonde straight hair wig. Like, how <laughs> did they get me to do that? Like that's like wow. when in Rome. When in LA, it's like yeah, I ain't never bought a blonde wig in my life. How did? <laughs> how? But I, I'm here with you. Like that is oh, such a real thing, especially yeah. when we're little. Like I remember begging for a relaxer. I never got a relaxer, but I begged mm. for one as well because those kids on the box. What was the box? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, this. Yeah, <laughs> they look so cool. And then also, mm. you could go swimming, and your hair was still straight. Like, yep. I totally remember that. That's like, that was my thing. And then I think um, Princess Diaries was a little influential too because I watched her go from her, her, yeah. Curly hair was not cool. Yeah. And I was like, oh, mom, let's, let's do that. Wow. Yeah. We will be right back right after the break. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I just want to like also just touch on what you said about how your hair journey has been highly influenced by, by, by white people. Yeah. That is so real. Yeah. 
I mean, honestly, I, and the thing is, it's you just said it so simply, but pretty much a lot of people who I've sat down and talked to, and myself included, that's kind of been like the underlying connecting yeah. factor. Yeah. Maybe not said so succinctly, mm-hmm. but like what, what would we look like if, Right. Right. How would that world be? If It would be a very beautiful place with just curls and kinks just out and free and wonderful. And I mean, I, I feel like we're transitioning to that world a little I, bit. I feel that. But like, I wish we never had to transition to it. I wish it was just like what it was, like that we could just like wear our hair and be fine. Right. I do feel like there's a learning curve, just like everyone is learning all this technology all at the same time during the pandemic because we have to. Yeah. I feel like there's like that learning curve with hair. Like there's some people who have got it, like when it comes to natural hair, I should say. Mm -hmm. And then then there's people who are like, I have no idea what to do. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, come on. You guys, like, if we can band together and just share our secrets, I know we, I've been taught my whole life, don't, don't tell everybody everything, don't share all your secrets, <laughs> but I do feel like when it comes to this, like, tell the secret so that we can all elevate each Please. other, and, <laughs> like, so we can stop reinventing the wheel. Right. Please, like, just share it. <laughs> Just share it. <laughs> I will say though, like um, in my year in Durban Hansen, um, I did like have like, I did have my friends there who were natural, but like their curl patterns were different than mine. So they were like giving me like the one person was like, go to um Diva Curl. Diva Curl jacked me up. Dang. He jacked me up. Yeah, like You're not the first person. I've bad. But, but, but the first time I went, I was like, wow, I've never seen my curls so defined. The second time I was like, wow, I see a lot of breakage. What happened? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. It was crazy. I mean, like, no, no shade to Diva Con. No, Diva Con, like they work for who they work for, but some people, you know, work for us. Got it. Yeah. 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 I and mean, honestly, I'm like. Do you, I want to go to somebody who feels comfortable with my texture. Even if yeah. they don't have my texture, I need to make sure that they I, – I really feel comfortable if you look like me. I feel right. like I trust you with shears in your hand. Yeah. But even if you don't look like me, I need you to just be super comfortable and let me know right. that you are super comfortable because I don't want any more surprises. I've had yeah. my hair cut off one too many times. Right. Totally. And they they offered to cut off my like um my my um heat damaged parts and I was like, no thank you. I I will go to people I trust to cut my hair. Thank you for your thank you for trying, but no. Ooh. I mean honestly. Wait, how are how do you care for when you have locks in? Do you do anything special or is it just you leave it and you go? Um, as far as like my hair's concerned, or like, and uh, as far as like, okay, I'm asking as somebody who, I would kind of want to get some. Mm-hmm. I just have no idea. Like, is it literally one of those? It's on your head, and you just forget about it. Can I forget about it? Do I need to do any maintenance? Like, how have you? What's your experience been in your 
Um, so I, I basically, like, treated it the way I just, like, treat braids, um, except, like, and, you know, you have to, like, keep your bonnet on and when you go to sleep and all that stuff, but I have this, like, scalp tonic to, like, kind of, like, prevent buildup, because, you know, it, like, you kind of build up when you're, like, oiling your scalp, so I have this tonic that helps prevent that, and that's, that's pretty much all I do. I do the tonic, like, I want to say every two days. Because like don't want my scalp to get all dried oh, out. Again. I have never heard of this. What is it called? It's um Design Essentials. Um, I'm, hold on, I'm gonna Google it. <laughs> I get it because I'm like, ooh. I don't remember the exact name of it, but Design Essentials. Build up is a thing. I did those passion twists. Um, the crochet yeah. one, and I was like, uh oh. She's kind of itchy in there. What yeah. do I do, y'all? What do I do? No, that scalp tonic is really everything. Design Essentials. That's not the one. Oh, here it is. Um, Design Essentials Peppermint and Aloe Scalp Tonic. Okay. Yeah. Woo, woo. And how long can you keep them in? Um, I think that just depends on the person. My cousin who does it, she, like, as soon as she gets new growth, she's like, I'm taking them out. She's like, I don't want this. But I think it just depends on the person and, like, you know. I I would not exceed maybe two and a half months or three, kind of like with braids. Oh, oh, that's great. I was wondering if it was weeks. You're like months. Oh, yeah, like kind of like with braids. Like you do like two months and you're like, okay, this is a mess. Let me take it out. But it's been a month for me, though, and my new growth is insane. So I'm like – I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe a month. But like, if you can stand the new, <laughs> if you can stand the new growth, if you don't care, like, by all means, do your two months. Okay, that's real. I'm like, <laughs> honestly, I ask so many questions because I'm like, I want to try things. I don't know what the heck. That's literally the whole reason I started this thing, Diamond. I'm like, how do I wear my curls? Let me find people who are wearing yeah. their curls <laughs> and just ask all the questions because, like, I don't know. Yeah, don't totally. Know. And I I love this podcast. Like I I'm I haven't listened to it, but I'm gonna go back and like I I didn't know. Like I literally did not know that like you you had this podcast about like black hair. And I'm like, well now I have to go back and like catch up. I mean, thank you. I yeah, it's, it's been fun because I'm just kind of like just trying to get down to the bottom of things. Like I one thing I haven't asked you is like when you have a wig prep, what is your wig prep, or is your hair straight when you do wig prep? Um, so I've not, I just took to wearing wigs in like 2019. Um, I was like, never been wigged for a show. Oh yeah. I, I I have like, let me not do that. Um, okay. So I thought you meant like wig in everyday life, but for, (laughs) for a show, like I cannot braid at all. So I have to have somebody braid my hair or, um, I'll just like do like do two pigtails and like wrap them around my head and just pin them. So it's still flat, but If if I like if nobody can braid my hair, that's what I'll do. But other than that, I try to like have it braided so like I can pin. Yeah. Good idea, like two regular braids and then you wrap them. Yeah. Well, I, I my hair is like usually straight, so usually like it's just simple. I can just like whatever. But um, when it's been natural, like I will have somebody like I was in Dreamgirls um in. Wow, 2017. That was a while ago now. Okay. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And like, luckily, I was around all these black people, and I was like, my hair is natural. Can somebody braid it? And this girl was like, yeah, come sit down. And it was fine. 
but <laughs> you know, I I haven't been in a situation yet where there's no one who could help me. So I I don't know what I'm gonna do when that day comes. Oh, girl. Yeah. I I love that. I'm here for it. Um, I support you in all the things. Thanks. Um, I do. I'm gonna wrap this up okay. so that you can go and live your best life and <laughs> all the things. Um, but I want to say or I want to ask you one mm-hmm. last thing. Like, what is is there anything that you are looking forward to? Any any shred of hope? Any? <laughs> <laughs> totally. So, um, in this pandemic, I like went back to an old love of mine of writing, and um, I wrote my first feature, and um, I feel I I've done a few readings of it now. I've gotten some amazing feedback. Um, I just got connected to some people who who are like helping me learn how to pitch. So that is like the thing that I'm like really looking forward to. I I never thought that I would be the person on the other side, but like I awesome. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm ex- I'm so excited because like I feel like my story is not one that's been told yet. So I'm like I'm I'm excited to like get it out there. I like I wrote one of the characters for myself but like I'm totally down for like giving in another opportunity to another black queen that's so. really great but also write your role honey yeah. write your role ain't yeah. nobody mad ain't nobody <laughs> mad at you oh my goodness this is so exciting yeah. so wait feature like a full-length feature film or a short or a play or a musical like a full-length feature a full-length movie yeah well it started its life as a play but then I um well I started like kind of writing it um like the end of 2019 because like I was bored at my like survival job and I was like I have an idea I'm gonna like write this down and I started it as a play then I had one of my friends I was talking to one of my friends about it she was like that sounds like a movie you should make it a movie and I was like I don't know how to do that then I took a bunch of workshops over the summer to like learn how to kind of do that and I got a bunch of like handouts and like things that I could refer to when I'm like typing things up and then I just I finished it at some point. I don't even know how, but I did. Whoa. I'm so inspired. Oh my (laughs) goodness. That's so, especially since it's, I feel like when we get out of this pandemic, we've had so much like Black Lives Matter, everything like we want more opportunities and we want to be on the other side of the table. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a really good thing to want those things. But I, I do feel like there will be a day when it's like people will want to actually hopefully help usher that in Mm -hmm. and when that day comes guess what folks like we got to be ready like have have material that you're like hey I worked on this I wrote this I'm Mm -hmm. ready to like to be able to walk through those doors when they're open because to be ready and so good for you for having like (laughs) thank you oh I am so on that's very exciting thank you I'm so excited for you. I, thank you. I'm I'm really happy with it. And um I'm I'm gonna do a reading soon. So if you wanna come, <laughs> please come. Please, yeah. yes. If you like um have a if you put it like let me know. Yes. Yeah, I will. Just, I, <laughs> I will. And if you ever need like somebody to like read with you. <laughs> totally. I mean and I yeah, and I do that. And I do, so <laughs> I'm like, we need each other, mm-hmm. you know, like, thank you for coming to my podcast. So of course it was fun. I I had a great time. Thank you for being here, girl. <laughs> I hope you have a great week and dear God, God, Godspeed for Wednesday, the inauguration. <laughs>
Yeah, we remain in prayer. <laughs> we remain in prayer. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Love you, girl. Love you too. Thank you for having me. And that wraps another episode of Black Hair in the Big League. Y'all, I'm so honored to have such great guests on this show. And if there's somebody who you want to listen to, please drop me a note on my Instagram at Salisha Thomas or at Black Hair Podcast and slip into those DMs and let me know what you want to hear, who you want to hear from. If you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast, rate it, leave a review, tell a friend, follow us on Patreon at Black Hair in the Big Leagues. Y'all, I am so grateful that you are part of this community. It would not be the same without you. <laughs> Shout out to Wilton Music for producing my theme song, Love COD. Shout out to Colin Tabor for editing this episode and most of these episodes. And shout out to you for listening. Y'all, my heart is so big and I feel so grateful. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Black Hair in the Big Leagues. I'm your host, Alicia Thomas. See you next week. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. It's time to take your body care routine to the next level. Introducing Osea's bestseller body care set, the perfect companion for your summer travels. This four-piece kit transforms dry skin to silky, soft, and glowing. It features travel sizes of Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil and Body Butter, clinically proven to improve skin elasticity, along with their anti-aging body balm and salts-of-the-earth body scrub. And to top it off, it's packed in a vegan leather bag, making it a must-have for all your summer adventures. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat yourself to glowing, healthy skin this summer with clean, vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Right now, you can get the Best Sellers Body Care Set valued at $78 for 33% off. Use code SUMMER to save an additional 10%. That's an additional 10% off at OCEAMalibu.com code SUMMER.